0: Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Hello and welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I am your host, Super Vegan Brian, and I am here with Hindu Anthony. What's up, Buttercut? Special Mikey could not be here this morning. We do not have a sci-fi explanation for him not being here because the portal is currently lost in Antarctica after Anthony left it there. I still don't understand how you could forget to put the key code in that makes it go with you when you come home. I just forget things.
1: You know how many times I lock my keys in my car?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we were gonna talk about how I met your mother this morning, but it didn't seem like a good topic to talk about with just the two of us. We're gonna Hold on to that one two weeks because we have a guest next week. So in two weeks, we will talk about how I met your mother because Mikey just couldn't make it this morning. He's getting a new home. So we we are totally cool with him not being here, even though we're not. And, <laughs> and um, we are going to have a no topic show this morning where we come fun. up with what Funnest. we talk about on the fly. Sort of, even though I did a whole bunch of prep right before we started talking.
1: Yeah, I know. There's still an outline and everything. (laughs) But before we
0: talk about No Topic, but first, we have to play everyone's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where we talk about the nerdiest things we did this week, and then you vote on who had the nerdiest one. Anthony, what's the nerdiest thing you did this week?
1: You should totally go first, I think. (laughs) Brian, (laughs) Brian, what's the the nerdiest thing you did this week?
0: (laughs) Is that code for I haven't thought of one yet? No, maybe. The nerdiest thing I did this week is my birthday was on Tuesday. So birthday. yes, I I am a year older. I am now even older than you. It doesn't work that way.
1: No, no, it doesn't.
0: This was actually going to be special Mikey's nerdy thing, too. I got together with a bunch of friends at SoCal Games and Comics, and we played board games till like 1030. It was fun. It was really good.
1: That does sound like a lot of fun.
0: We played Flux and Forbidden Island and Time Stories. So you're familiar with Flux, right? Yeah, of course. So for the listeners, Flux is a card game that the rules change as you're playing. So it starts off where you draw one card and play one card, and you're trying to play cards that meet a goal that can change while the game is playing. The other thing that can change is the rules. So you have these new rule cards that you can play that change how many cards you draw, how many cards you play, the interactions between the different cards. And Flux is cool because there's a million different themes of the game. So we played Zombie Flux and then we played Pirate Flux. Ooh. Exciting. Yeah. It was neat. And then we played Forbidden Island, which is a survival cooperative game where you're trying to gather artifacts from an island as it's sinking into the ocean oh wow that's really cool i found it to be really really fun um the rest of the table seemed to like it we got one complaint that it was just too easy because we won the game twice
1: oh wow you should play secret hitler that's pretty fun board game kind of a board game it's more like a social game kind of like um what was it the werewolf one I heard that
0: game is really cool, and they didn't have it in the library at the game store. I looked for it. But in the library, they had this game called Time Stories, which is the most fun game I've played in years.
1: It was amazing. There's Dude. another one, but I can't remember the name of it. But basically, the idea is like you and a group and a team of people are like piloting a spaceship on graphene paper. And like everyone has roles, and it's like you're supposed to tell each other like, Tell the captain to go left and then after a while, um oh yeah, it's submarines and every time the and every time uh like you know, the submarine has to surface, you have to announce to the other team, like we resurfaced, we're in the third quadrant, and so you're trying to find each other and blow each other up. Oh, that sounds cool. And the other team has like somebody who's a listener, like each team has somebody who's listening. So you're trying to listen in to the other team's conversations. Oh really? That's neat. Yeah. Yeah, What's so the name of the like game? The whole thing. I don't remember. Like, I really can't remember. I'll have to check. I'll have to look it up and probably tell you to add like a correction sometime.
0: <laughs> um. Well, thank you but for that, that like very game. interesting game that I'm totally want to play that I don't know what it is. I know. I'm terrible. Let me tell you about Time Stories. So you can play it with up to six people and you can play it by yourself, which is the wild part about the game. I thought that was neat. That is interesting um it you play time travelers and it's quantum leap style where you go back in time into the bodies of other people and you're trying to hunt down a time anomaly and it feels role-playing like in that you're given these characters with personality and it's really fun if you play them with the personality um Mm, okay the story of the game of of the game was you're traveling back in time into the inhabitants of an insane asylum and you're trying to find an anomaly to solve it and these cards are laid out for each room of the insane asylum in that the back of the cards line up into a painting of the room and the team captain reads a description and then each player decides which part of the room they want to go to and then the cards are flipped over and given to those players. But the way it works is so cool because the cards are handed to the players that go to those parts of the room. They read them and interact with them, but they're they're not allowed to take notes, and they're not allowed to read them to the other players. So hmm. after they go to that part of the room, they put the card back, and then they can tell the rest of the team what they saw. Huh. So it's a real memory-based game. Yeah. It's sort of like a murder mystery or mystery style of game where you're all taking on these characters and going through the whole thing trying to solve it. The twist is you have a limited amount of time. Each time you go each time you go to a room, each time you revisit a room while you're in a room, each time you go to different places, a time ticker goes down and you have more time based on how few players you have. And each time you go to a new room, you have to roll a die to see how much the time ticker goes down. And if you ever run out of time, it loops back to the beginning and you lose any items and clues you found along the way and you have to start from scratch only from memory.
1: Oh, jeez!
0: So we made it all the way to the end and we failed and then it looped all the way back to the beginning and we had to figure out our way back through the asylum based on what we remembered without the privilege of taking notes because since it's a time travel game when you travel back in time your notes don't exist anymore yeah it was a really cool game it was really fun to play we had the we the owner of the store dan had he stayed with us and guided us through it so we didn't have to really go through the rules that's a good
1: way to do things yeah
0: it was it was it was sort of like con style play You know, where you have someone to walk you through it so you can learn it really fast and actually play for a while. We ran out of time in real life at the end, so we didn't get to, like, keep going and solve the mystery. But we had a blast playing it. Um, We looked at the game for purchase, and we all decided that it's way too expensive unless you chip in with a group. Because the game only comes with one story. And once you play the story, you know how to solve it. And it's fifty bucks.
1: Oh, that's a problem. I'm gonna have to add stuff to it because, yeah, that is that is a big issue.
0: Well, they have expansions. They have like ten expansions, and they're thirty bucks each. It is a really fun game, and I think it would be totally worth it. But you want to get a group together and chip in?
1: Yeah, yeah, that is well, that is a lot. What about you, Anthony? What was nerdy with you this week? Honestly, I didn't do a lot of nerdy things. I think probably the nerdiest thing I did was um. Yesterday, when I was at work, we found a gopher at the at the like playground where the kids are playing, and so it was like there's a gopher, and the kids were really excited. So it was like impromptu education lesson time. So we talked about gophers and about mammals and about why gophers dig holes and what kind of animal a gopher is. They're rodents and all kinds of other cute things. I'm not sure if that's quite super nerdy. This is I pretty damn it, cool.
0: You know, I'm going to vote for you, Anthony. That's not that nerdy. You're, you're being a teacher, though. I don't That's know. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're nerding out on the fact that you're being a teacher. It's true.
1: That's But I'll vote for you, Brian. Need to see how excited. Oh, we have a tie. That's so cute. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Oh, it's neat to see.
0: It's, it's neat to see you um, being so excited about being a teacher in your new job. I like doing it.
1: I like kids. I prefer kids over adults most of the time.
0: You're so adorable with your 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 tie. We have we're 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 a little we're a little tied nerdy couple today. I know.
1: It's adorable. <laughs> I love you too, Brian. I love you too, Anthony. We we'll have she to Michael's message Michael and be like, Michael, who do you pick?
0: <laughs> yeah, we're like we're we're like. We're all so lovey-dovey when Michael's not here. And then Michael shows up and it's like, shut the fuck up, Michael. Shut the
1: fuck up, Michael.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. So we're doing one of our random round robin episodes. Ooh, now we got to call them that. Random round robin episode. I wanted to talk about the current TV we're watching. Um, We haven't done that in a while. And I know it's changed a lot over time. Yeah. What do you watch right now?
1: Okay, so I've actually been watching Attack on Titan because the new season came out. Uh, Do you know anything about that?
0: Um, People jumping off walls to fight naked giants? Yeah, essentially.
1: It's basically, yeah, that's correct. Never seen it. You haven't? No. It's really gory, super gory and bloody. And then what else? I'm watching Steven Universe. I really like Steven Universe. You should totally watch that show if you don't watch it. I'm also watching Gravity Falls because I actually haven't seen like all of Gravity Falls. And I realized like the entire show series is on Hulu so I could watch it all. I mean, I've seen like tons of episodes. I think I've seen all of season one, but I haven't like just watched the whole thing.
0: Well, you've talked about Steven Universe on the podcast before. Tell me about Gravity Falls because I've been wanting to watch that because I know a little bit about like the creator. And I know that there are Easter eggs to Gravity Falls and Rick and Morty, but I've never watched the show. Yeah.
1: So here's the here's the best selling point I could give to you about Gravity Falls it's basically Rick and Morty but for kids uh, <laughs> it's it's about these this uh twin brother and sister who are staying like the summer with their uncle um uncle Stan and he's he owns this place called the Mystery Shack um he's a con man he basically has this whole thing where it's like oh the woods are or this mysterious place where a bunch of mysterious things happen, and he's just kind of like, whatever, it's a load of horseshit. I'm just kind of here to like play, to use the whole mystery forest as a way to like make money off of stupid tourists. And so they're staying with him, and it turns out like, no, the forest really is a really weird, mysterious place, and they go on like crazy, mysterious adventures, like the episode where. His sister, her name is Mabel, and the brother's name is Dipper. Mabel starts dating a guy, which is weird because they're like nine. And it's a kid's it's like, show. Huh? It's a kid's show, so you have to have that. Uh, turns out the guy he she was dating was a zombie. Oh, no, he wasn't a zombie, actually. He was a bunch of gnomes dressed up as a man. Weird show. Yeah, yeah. and they wanted to turn her into their gnome queen. <laughs> so weird. Oh, it's hilarious though. Oh, that is
0: freaking weird. Is there anything else oh, you're watching? You ever seen that show Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yeah, I like that show. I, I, it's pretty funny. I, I hear you know it's. I'm kind of like probably gonna watch that on a binging platform at some point because I, I, I like the few episodes I see, and I also know that it's a show that picked up its stride in its second season.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Go ahead and go on Hulu. They got like I don't know, a bunch of seasons up already. Yeah, and not
0: doing Hulu anymore. Ever since they took so, the CW off of it. They did? Yeah, they right. took the CW off of Hulu. I don't think I noticed that. <laughs> yeah, CW launched their own app. It's not connected to a TV platform, so anybody can watch the CW app. You don't have to unlock it. Nice. They made a deal with Netflix that they add the full seasons of their shows
1: four days after the season ends. See, I do Hulu and Netflix. I have both. That's how I do things. Mm-hmm.
0: I do. The reason why I don't do Hulu is because I do Stars, HBO, and Cinemax. That's understandable. That's all. So I don't long. do Stars. I cut Stars off, so I can't watch American Gods, which everyone is talking about how great it is. Never seen it. Yeah, <laughs> can't watch American Gods. It's based on a Neil Gaiman book. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. And I can't watch Ash versus the Evil Dead when it comes back because I'm not True doing saying. Stars. It, it just saved me so much money to not do Stars and Encore.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of stuff you're paying out to her, too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and there's so much great stuff on HBO and Showtime that I'm not too worried about it. I was really excited that they were going to do a Dark Tower series, and now they're doing the movie.
1: Ooh, do you know what other series is supposed to be coming out on, on Netflix? I'm really excited for this one.
0: Um, well, I know what premiered yesterday. What? Kimmy Schmidt season three. Uh, I've never seen it. Oh, it's Um, so good, dude. You'd love that. No, no. I know you want to talk about something, but you got to watch Kimmy Schmidt. It's about a girl who was in a bunker for 15 years. She was she was kidnapped when she was 15
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and she was in the bunker for 15 years. And then her and the rest of the people in the bunker are released and she has to get a job and like live her life and like learn what the world is like. In New York City, Shit. after she's been through being in this bunker, this horrid experience for fifteen years, but do you want to know the twist? There's a <laughs> twist. Oh, <That was> shocking! <laughs> it's a silly comedy. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's called Unbreakable. Oh, the something of Kimmy Schmidt, like The Rise of Kimmy Schmidt, or something like that. It, I just everyone just calls the show Kimmy Schmidt, but it's hilarious. It's like the funniest show on TV, mostly because she's thirty. But in her head, she's still like an 80s, 90s teenager. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. The show gets serious sometimes, but it's basically just a silly comedy.
1: Well, it's most, one of the, most comedy shows get occasionally serious, like most series shows get occasionally comedic.
0: Well, it when it gets serious, it talks about her PTSD. Like, almost the show is – the show's the, – the comedy – feel of the show is sort of like the dream world she lives in to avoid her past Mm, okay but it's still it's really funny show
1: it's just freaking great what were you gonna say netflix is gonna be getting a witcher's tv show
0: i heard i did you know about it already after i shared it with you
1: i think i heard about the talks of it but yeah we did share that for those of you that don't know the witcher is a game series that is based on books (laughs) So I didn't play the first two Witchers, but I did play the third Witcher. It's amazing. I think I've talked about it in a previous episode. Yes, I'm pretty sure I did.
0: Isn't there a a new card game that just came out based on Witcher 2, a new um, video game card game? I think so.
1: Oh, 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 that's The Witcher 3. So the game is called Gwent. It's based on The Witcher 3. Uh, The point of the card game is it's supposed to be you and your opponent are playing two opposing armies in a war. I heard it's a pretty good card game, actually. A lot of people seem to like it. I liked it in the game, but obviously since, you know, the, the, the little card game inside the game, it's, a, it's a little card game inside the game. So it's, you know, the rules were pretty basic and there weren't like a lot of cards. It was super easy to collect them all. So obviously to make it into a real card game, they had to like expand the rules. They had to totally change a lot of things because there were certain decks in the game that were just utterly broken. <laughs> And they're just—they had to like increase the amount of cards like a hundredfold.
0: One of the stream—one of the streamers I watch, um, Noxious, is uh, did a bunch of sponsored YouTube videos on Gwent.
1: Hmm. So I—that's that, I, it, how I learned about that. I just saw that yesterday. It looks like a fun game to me. I liked it in the game. That was—it was entertaining.
0: Speaking of what's coming up on Netflix, you know they're doing a Dark Crystal prequel.
1: Okay. <laughs> here here comes another Anthony hasn't seen it moment. I have not seen the Dark Crystal.
0: Well, it's been a really long time. I was a little kid when I saw it, so I'm probably going to have to see the Dark Crystal again before I see the prequel. Um, Basically, the way I understand the plot is it's a couple little elf creatures that are Muppets, and they have to go save the world by stopping the Dark Crystal from getting corrupted or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's super, super creepy
1: it's, I did hear it's really creepy. That's
0: yeah, what I heard. It's super, super creepy. All of the creatures are designed by Brian Froud, the same guy who designed the goblins in the movie Labyrinth. Okay. Actually, that was something that I didn't do when I, I'd forgotten. When I went to Ohio. No, not Ohio. Oregon. When I went to Oregon just recently, um, Heather and I went to the Brian went to a uh, like a fairy store thing. And I, God, I wish I remembered the name of it. But it was basically a Brian Froud Museum. The owner hmm. of the store is friends with their family and had a bunch of puppets from the movies and stuff. And we huh. just stumbled across it. It was really cool. This is some pretty interesting. Yeah, it was really cool. I got like a ton of photos. Now I just committed myself to having to find them to share them to the to the
1: page. You did. Good job. Enjoy.
0: Yeah. That <laughs> yeah, was really neat. Oh, did you just... Did you just do a good job enjoy like Tim and Eric? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah,
1: I never watched that. Um, I watched it occasionally. I don't watch it a lot.
0: It's it's the kind of show that you can't enjoy unless you're high, right?
1: Yeah, kind of. Unless you just got like a really weird sense of humor. I did used to watch Tom goes to the may to goes to the mayor, kind of the same thing. Really weird.
0: It's the same people. Yeah, they they make some weird stuff, man. And they get big deal celebrities on their shows.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know how they do it. Kind of like well, Jack Alphinakis and Between Tooth Ferns, how he just gets like the most famous people to go on his show, and it's like, what the fuck? How did you get like? How did you get the president to do this?
0: I I tripped that he actually got Justin Bieber to let him just make fun of him so much.
1: And just <laughs> take it like a
0: champ. I mean, didn't he like slap him a couple of times? I think so. Yeah, uh, it it's sort of between two ferns is sort of like um it's sort of like pretending to be like Ali G. Yeah. Where between two ferns is an act where Ali G was like they really did fool people into thinking that it was a into like thinking it was like a serious show that was done by a student where the oh, people who were interviewed on Ali G really thought they were being interviewed in a serious environment. Oh, that's kind of harsh. Yeah, it was like guerrilla setup. like they'd get serious politicians on and then he'd be he'd do his LEG person and ask them ridiculous
1: questions. I wonder if how many of them said no to like having the show be published because you can't record someone and publish it without their permission. So
0: you can get the release signs first.
1: Are you serious? You can.
0: You can, you can get the release. You got to get it first. afterwards. You can get the releases signed first. I When I when I get releases signed for photography, I get them signed before. You you can get the releases oh,
1: signed first. That is so shady. <laughs> that is shady as fuck. Oh, damn.
0: So, what I'm watching right now is I just finished watching Sensate Season 2. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't watched Sensate, if you haven't watched, it's on Netflix. And if you haven't watched Sensate, you got to binge it. It's freaking great. So, another show I have to watch. Got it. Um, it's described as a. Sci-fi drama that's sex positive created by the Wachowskis. Okay. And Mm, what I mean by sex positive is they have all orientations and outlooks. And it's about eight people who find out that they're psychics called sensates. The way it works is if you're a sensate, you're part of a cluster and you're connected to eight other people. And it's like instead of being your own person, you're part of a whole where you're all part of this like connected cluster you're actually a different species called homo sensorium what the fuck
1: (laughs) that's so weird
0: things about the show that stand out there's a giant group orgy um (laughs) of course there is yes i i it this show is very like mature content but it's it's really exciting like some of the action scenes in it are absolutely amazing. But if you have trouble with sexual content, do not watch it because it is it is an intense show. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it it's a cool show. I yeah, you got to watch sense and season. We had to wait two years for season two. Oh wow! That's so cool. you have to just okay, be able to watch the whole thing. There are just some of the coolest stuff. Uh, the action in it is amazing. Like there's picture like. So, one of the senseate's a martial artist, one of them's like a gangster in Germany. one of them's a cop, and then the rest have like normal jobs. but they they can switch back and forth between each other's skill sets so the actors will switch back and forth to help each other out so if like the one who's a pharmacologist needs to do martial arts, all of a sudden, there's a pharmacologist doing like wicked martial arts to get out of a situation or hmm. the the computer hacker will all of a sudden need cop skills, or the the gangster will need acting skills, and the actor will take over. Yeah, it's a really huh. neat show. It's and it's made by the creators of the Matrix.
1: Oh, okay, well, that's a that's a plus.
0: Um, also, you know, my normal list of shows, Doctor Who, the season right now is amazing. I'm not going to say anything else other than that because I know you're you're still on the last season. Um, I need to catch up. It, it's the new companion is really cool. The doctor,
1: I've seen I've seen pictures of her and, and people making the jokes with her. And she seems really cool. They,
0: they made it a new structure, a show which works so much better for Peter, Peter Capaldi. I wish they would have done this first because I know this is his last season and
1: I want to see more seasons of
0: this structure. It's just so cool.
1: So you just changed how everything like is done.
0: Well, he's he's a professor at a
1: college. Oh, OK. So kind of like one of the older seasons when um, like it's a really, like, really old seasons.
0: It's like the third doctor where he's on. Yeah. Earth The majority of the time. Yeah. Yeah. It, they did. a, And they've always kind of compared Peter Capaldi to the third doctor. So it's neat that they're doing that kind of thing where, you know, he's he has his own professor's office and then the TARDIS is in the corner. OK. Now, don't think that that it ruins Doctor Who because they're still going on other planets and doing stuff. It just works, and the dynamic between him and the new companion Bill is so much better than the dynamic between him and Clara. Because
1: yeah, him and Clara had a peculiar dynamic.
0: Because Clara was was Matt Smith's companion, and it didn't have never really worked for Peter Capaldi. Yeah, I like it. I'm already starting to wonder who the next Doctor is going to be. Um, I do know. Do you mind if I tell you, like, one of the things that I know is coming up based on the news? That's fine. They're so they're doing a big thing with the master this season. Yep, I heard about that with Missy. What? Yeah, they're doing a big thing with Missy, the mat, the master, the the girl master. I loved Missy. And, <laughs> I really did. And the last master, played by John Sim. Huh? He's coming
1: back. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey.
0: Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Yeah, I, I love just think Missy. It's gonna be really it cool like... to see Peter Capaldi interacting with the other master. I swear,
1: I got to... I think Missy is probably my favorite of the masters. I really do. I really liked her a lot. She was only there for a season, but man, she was awesome.
0: And I watch a show called, I watch a show called bull. Never seen that one either. It's, it's new. It's, um, Michael Weatherly that was on NCIS plays a Mm -hmm. jury consultant and it's all about trial science. Oh, okay. Like they, they tell the lawyers how to manipulate the jury to win the case.
1: Yeah, and how to pick a jury and things like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a cool show. I like it. It's not it's not sci fi or anything like that, but I think it's really nerdy because it really goes deep into the trial science. They create a mirror jury for each case. Like they get people that match the jury and run them through the case as the case is going on. Oh wow. Yeah. It it and it uses a lot of computer like they'll they'll hack into the bank records of the jury and do all sorts of illegal stuff.
1: Whoa.
0: <laughs> like yeah. It it's a crazy show. I mean, they're they're like spying like crazy on the jury, trying to get information to be able to manipulate them throughout the whole case. Oh, jeez! Supernatural, uh, which just finished, which I'm not allowed to talk about, other than yay, it was amazing, good, good finale. Yep. Not allowed to talk Netflix about it soon,
1: and then I'll be yeah. able to watch it.
0: Two days by the time we go live, it will be season twelve. Will be on Netflix, and yes. then I am going to defend a show that people hate. I Fucking love Gotham.
1: I saw like all of the first season and I haven't seen the second season. I, I don't think it was that bad. Why do people hate it so much? Well,
0: I hear people saying like, oh my God, it's a campy piece of crap and it's getting so campy and it's getting so awful. And I'm like, dude, it's found its stride and it's great. It I, I love the camp. I love the way they do the campy stuff on that show. I love the villains being over the top and all the crazy shenanigans happen and, and they never really go campy with James Gordon. It's still like he's a normal cop. So it's like him being thrown into this nightmare universe of gotham
1: he's a good he's a good foil yeah
0: yeah it's it's really neat to see the city going batshit bonkers and james gordon just trying to be a good cop through the whole thing yeah it i i love the show um i think you mentioned that you really like you really like the penguin on it and they're still doing penguin he's still amazing
1: oh yeah oh my god he's he plays such a good cobble pot. He's amazing.
0: Well, for for um for time's sake, let me get through these. Lucifer. I watched that. That's a great show. I look forward to that every week. That's becoming one of my favorite shows. I watched it and I was like, nah, not really my thing. It you know, sometimes you really gotta let the arc build.
1: Maybe I'll give it another try.
0: Yeah. It it just gets better and better. Well, you know, it's developed an ensemble of characters where at first it was just the relationship between Lucifer and, the, and, and his cop partner. And now and cop partner. Like, yeah. Now it's like you got angels and you got other characters and you got his demon friend has whole relationships on Earth. And his psychiatrist has become a really cool character on the show. And sometimes it's dark and sometimes it's hilarious and sometimes it's silly. Hmm.
1: OK.
0: Twelve Monkeys. Just the, the final season just came out and sci-fi oh, wow. crazy and released the entire final season last night.
1: So they're doing like the Netflix thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they did it on TV. They played them back to back. Oh, wow. That's
1: really weird.
0: Yeah. I, I It was a limited run. I think it was only four episodes. They're, they, they're, it's basically like a long movie for the season finale. Okay. And that show went, wow, that show went nuts. But I really like 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys is great. I can't I, – I only watched two of the four last night, and it's if – you, if you've if you been watching 12 Monkeys, it's amazing. And if you haven't, wait till it goes on some kind of binging platform and watch the whole thing or just buy them on Amazon because it's really good.
1: I haven't watched that either.
0: <laughs> it, it's a mind-bending time, time travel show. It's a mind-bending oh, okay. time travel show where they're like – it's the most confusing time travel show I've ever watched. If you like confusing time travel shows, watch it. If you don't like confusing time travel shows, don't watch it. Because it's impossible to follow. What's it called?
1: I said no, it doesn't bother me.
0: Oh, well, it's 12 Monkeys, and it's amazing. It's based on the old the old uh, Terry Gilliam movie, okay. which you haven't seen. No, nope. I don't watch I'm going to add that apparently. to the list of movies that we haven't seen that we have to explain the plot to you.
1: I know, right? That should be a whole episode. Just yeah. movies Anthony hasn't seen being explained to by Brian and Michael.
0: I was thinking about making it a segment at the end of the podcast where we explain a movie (laughs) you haven't seen to you. Just one movie.
1: (laughs) Where we just give you the plot real
0: quick and then get your reaction.
1: Oh, but you have to explain it really badly. Explain the plot very badly. That would be fun.
0: And Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just ended. I am still on board with that show. I really like that show.
1: Um, Wow. I don't know why, though.
0: I didn't like the weird inhuman plot. Mm-hmm. A lot of people fell off with the Hydra plot. I liked the Hydra plot a lot, but I, I fell off with the weird inhuman plot. I didn't like the weird Human plot. Okay. Uh, but I kept up with it, and it got really good. And, and Ghost Rider saved it. Ghost Rider was great. Oh, uh, okay. That's good to know. And um, I'll just say the entire Arrowverse, the entire DC comic shows, I've watched all of them, and I love all of them. I, I can't really talk about it, it that's a whole episode and um is rick and morty coming like next week or the week after
1: i don't know <laughs> i really don't i heard did, someone say episode see, two was supposed to come last week and i didn't see and i don't see episode two anywhere
0: did you see the first episode of season three yeah i did
1: give me that <laughs> m- moulin <moulin-sashuan> sauce
0: <laughs> so good yeah so are, good. are they gonna just are they just gonna do the whole entire season gorilla style where they like released See, they release episode two just randomly on the stream dude that would not
1: surprise me because i don't know what their plan is i really don't
0: well you know in rick and morty they do some weird stuff like um in season two one of their episodes they released the entire episode on instagram <laughs> what? in multiple posts
1: that's too funny i didn't know they did that that's really weird
0: yeah they do weird stuff there's an episode coming this season where Rick is supposed to get drunker than he's ever been. So Justin Roiland, when he was recording the voices, got drunker than he'd ever been.
1: <laughs>
0: and Adult Swim, Adult Swim released a video of the studio of him getting drunk and basically like yelling at the control the control panel while they were recording. Like he'd be like, you're not my mom. I don't have to do what you say. He's so drunk.
1: While he's recording. (laughs) I gotta watch that video. Oh my god, where is this video? It sounds amazing. Yeah,
0: I I think they recorded for like 12 hours straight. It took them that long to get through what normally would have been an 8-hour recording session.
1: Yeah, that's not surprising. Did you ever see that uh, video online of um, the guys who do the Rick and Morty voice? And um, it's just one guy, right? Doing both Rick and Morty? Yeah, Justin Roiland. Okay, so he's reading... This court case, this really crazy court case that happened, and he's reading the transcripts of what went down in the court case. Uh, did you ever see it?
0: Yeah, and I, I've seen the, I've seen the the one that some fan animated.
1: Yeah, someone animated it. In case you guys haven't seen it, it's basically just this person who is in prison just going to like. It was supposed to just be like a pretty normal court thing, just like okay, well, here's when your court date is, blah blah. And the dude is just he's out of his fucking mind. He's like, I wanna I wanna I want a new lawyer. I was like, you can't have a new lawyer. This one was given to you by the state. Well I want a new one. He's sexually harassing me. But it's old in Morty's voice and it's
0: Yeah great. the judge is like I've known him for <laughs> a long time. I don't think
1: he did that. <laughs> 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 and the guy's just like, you know, I like? I like sucking white dick. And it's like, what? What are you talking
0: about? I love how the the judge just kind of loses it and just starts laughing and just messing with the guy after a while. Oh my god! The show
1: that was weird. Yeah, Morty was the Morty was the judge, and Rick was the was the criminal, of course.
0: There's there's another one like there's a a video similar to that someone did a while back where they did a dramatic reading of a court case where a lawyer was getting really frustrated with um with a um oh what do you call it when they're on the stand a witness um, oh, okay. because the witness is. They're saying, so did you use the copy machine? And the, the witness keeps on saying, can you define what you mean by copy machine? And he's like, it's a <laughs> copy machine. And the the, the lawyer is just getting more and more frustrated. And he's like, <laughs> and, and it finally builds up to like where he's like, when you need to take a document and get a duplicate made of that document, do you know that there's a machine that you use to do that? Yes well, what do you call that machine? And he's like, Xerox. <laughs> <laughs> After like a half hour of the lawyer screaming at him because he's like, <laughs> can you define the statement? I don't know what you mean, copy machine. Oh
1: God. Okay, I got to watch that. That sounds awesome. I'll have to see if I can find the link. Do we okay. have any more TV? we
0: got, we got some time left.
1: Not so much TV, but I'm super excited about something.
0: What are you super excited about?
1: I've been excited about this for, like, probably two weeks now. Okay, so all of you guys out there know I'm a really big Warhammer 40k fan. Shocking. Um, so, for the longest time, it's been 7th edition. Guess what? In June, possibly. The rumors are June. 8th edition comes out. Yes! I am so hyped!
0: <laughs> You've mentioned this before. Have you learned anything new about it?
1: Um. Well, okay, so Games Workshop is doing something they have never done before they're actually releasing information about what's happening like every day. Like you could go on their website, they have, they have an FAQ and you could read every day. They have changes and it's not like small, they're not like little, like, Oh, here's some like picture of new models every week. No, it's like every single day they're putting out multiple pages of articles, video, sound, um, rule changes. So like they're slowly just leaking out everything. Um, They've never done this before. Games Workshop's always been very, like... I think 7th Edition, literally, nobody even knew it was coming out until the week before it came out. They were just like, hey, 7th Edition's coming out in, like, six days. They they keep that shit under wraps, but not this time. They're letting everybody know. So they've made a... it's It's almost a new game, actually. They're really streamlining things because the game gets really complicated. Like, one of the big changes they made that's going to help out a lot is... The way damage works in the game is it's like you compare the strength of you, of your model, or the weapon the model is using against the toughness of the thing is trying to harm. And there is like this really big fucking chart that goes like where you compare this thing's strength to this thing's toughness. You go strength left to toughness right, and it tells you what number on the dice on a D6 you have to roll up to. They totally changed it. Now the whole new chart is very simple. It's... If your strength is equal to the toughness, you need to get a four or higher. If it's less, you need to get a six or higher. If it's more, you need to get like a three or higher. Super easy chart. Just three bullet points. Just bing, bing, bing. Done.
0: that, that actually going to make the game a whole lot more accessible. So if someone wants to try the game for the first time, this is like the best time to do
1: it. This now- is the best time. The core rulebook is going to be free. You don't have to buy a $200 rulebook. So when is it going to be out again? The rumor is June. Uh, it might not even be a rumor anymore that they've probably confirmed it, but yeah, I hear June. So
0: do you know of any like cons or stores that run demo that are going to run
1: demos? So I'm pretty sure Games Workshop themselves are going to run demos and stuff. So just find your nearest Games Workshop. As far as cons go, no. They're probably not. There might be I'm not
0: sure to be honest, I bet you they'll have a I'll, I, Gen Con's coming up. I bet you they'll have a demo there. You know they might.
1: But they're always got demos at Games Workshop when a new edition comes out. so you could totally go to Games Workshop. Another big change that they're making is all the previous codex books. Um so like the way Warhammer forty k generally worked is there's core rules. That's just how you play the game. Then each army has its own codex, which is like the specific rules for the army. And then there's there's also supplemental codexes added on top of that. They're taking all the previous codexes that have been like, you know, legal for the last probably like three or four years. And they're going like, nope, erase them every. They are just setting everything on fire and starting over because with the new rules, they probably realized we're not going to be able to balance everything. And things currently are not balanced. There are some armies that are just broken to all hell and some armies that just can't compete no matter how hard they try. So they're just like, instead of trying to fix this convoluted fucked up mess that we built in this rule set that was very convoluted and complicated, and we're trying to make these new simple rules start over. Like, it's a whole new start.
0: Is everybody generally really excited about her? Are there people that are like, I don't want a new system?
1: I'm really excited. There are other people I know that are really excited. Some people are like, "Eh, I'm not the very excited uh like you know you always got those people going like oh they're making the rules simple that's just gonna get all this simple like casuals in my game which i'm just like seriously what is wrong with people just enjoying a game like do you want less people to play your game like I don't
0: well you know that anybody who complains about casuals is probably a
1: casual themselves i know it's <laughs> so stupid it's such a stupid argument and like seriously the rules as they were are just way too complicated they need to be like they needed to be streamlined because the game takes hours to play and a big part of the reason why it takes hours to play is because it's like okay i do this i do this then this then this wait let's check the rules because i'm not sure how that works and you gotta check the rules and it's just it gets so complicated you know you got those people who are excited like me you got people who aren't excited i'm cautiously excited you know, I am going to wait and see what happens, because, you know, the rules might suck. They don't seem like they suck so far, but who knows? Hopefully they don't ruin the armies, but I have faith in them. They're, they're making a lot of good decisions. They've been making a lot of good decisions lately, so I have faith.
0: You got me excited about it. I mean, if the game is going to be a lot cheaper to get into, I mean, it seems like the cost is going to be mostly the models now.
1: I think that's what they're going to be doing, is mostly trying to focus more on models and less on, like trying to sell like a bunch of really expensive books
0: it it it, it goes with the current theme of gaming where the rules are free and the the models cost money
1: yeah and i mean the models are still pretty expensive but they're also like honestly there's no game company that makes models of this like quality like they're really good quality and unlike other games like let's say magic the gathering i'm a really big magic the gathering i, I used to be a big magic the gathering fan Once you have a model, it's like it's still pretty much like legal, like you could still use it. So, yeah, you're spending like fifty dollars for this model. But I mean, I spent, you know, fifty dollars on models like ten years ago that I can still use to this day to continue to play this game. So it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it is expensive, but you get a lot of money. You get a lot of enjoyment out of it for like the money invested, I think.
0: Well. I'm excited. I might get into it. I, I it's nice that it, the game's becoming accessible, but it might be a little while because I'm still not ready to make the investment into the models.
1: Yeah, I understand. I mean, that's still it's still expensive investment. It really, really is. I don't think they can really do anything about that, to be honest. So, Aside from like deciding that they want to lower their profits, which obviously they're you know you can't really do because your investors would not be okay with that.
0: So. I have this big – so I made a big giant list of movies that are coming out. I'm, I'm defi- we're, we're, we're near the end of our hour, so I'm definitely not going to read through this whole list. So I had an idea. I was thinking picking a couple movies that I'm excited about to talk about. Then I have a list of a couple movies you haven't seen, and then you can <laughs> pick
1: one, and I'll give you the plot <laughs> in like two minutes. Explain it badly. Yes. You like that? I like that idea a lot. I like okay. things being explained badly.
0: So movies that are coming out that just kind of gauge reaction. Spider-Man: Homecoming, July seventh. Ah, yes, yes. Give me, give me, give me. It's just so soon. It's just and we just had Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. It's crazy. We're getting three Marvel movies this year. Can you believe it?
1: I know. I'm so excited. Marvel is doing really good movies. Not so much the comics. I think they're in trouble. But movies, they're doing. Good. I don't know. Secret Empire is pretty damn good. Is it? It really the, is. Maybe I have Secret, to read
0: that. Secret Empire is pretty damn good. I I, I want to spoil the crap out of it right now, and I'm not going to.
1: Well, I don't mean like they're making bad comics. I mean, like I hear like their business is not doing good, like comic wise, like they're like firing a bunch of people and they're having to get like shut down a bunch of comics because they're just not making the money.
0: It. I. You know what? Maybe we'll talk about that in the future when I'm a little bit more. <laughs> I prepared. know.
1: Right. I would just be a crazy tangent.
0: Or or we'll be like or we'll be like here's a bunch of information we can't verify.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's very true.
0: Um Stephen King's It is coming out September eighth. Yes. That was my first
1: horror movie I ever saw, so I'm excited for that one. Yeah. that the trailer is just scary. The trailer oh, gave me yeah. nightmares. Fuck yeah, that was spooky as shit. And um
0: I'm gonna share three more. Insidious four is coming out October twentieth. Mm, meh. That is that is my favorite <laughs> horror series.
1: Meh, meh. Never seen it. Don't care.
0: <laughs> oh, you should see Insidious. Insidious is really good. Insidious is okay. isn't straight horror. Insidious is once the horror starts to get boring, it turns into a fantasy adventure movie.
1: Okay, okay. I think he sold me. Yeah, the
0: Insidious is like super scary, and then it switches. It you know, like there's always that part in a horror movie where the monsters just aren't scary anymore. And it switches to being... Generally when
1: they've been shown. Like, the moment you see the monster, it becomes less scary.
0: And it switches and turns into this supernatural adventure. And it's just... And all of them are like that. This one is just for funny, because I found out it was coming out and was like, holy crap. Saw 8, October 27th.
1: (laughs) An eighth one. Oh my god, these movies are never going to stop.
0: It's called Saw Legacy.
1: (laughs) of course.
0: And for the last one, a movie that I wasn't excited about until they released the plot synopsis, Jumanji.
1: It's got the rock in it. How can you not be excited
0: for that? I thought it was going to be stupid, and then I found out what the plot synopsis is. It comes out December 22nd, and let me just read this to you. In a brand new Jumanji adventure, four high school kids discover an old video game console and are drawn into the game's jungle setting, literally becoming the adult avatars they chose. Oh,
1: (laughs) that's awesome.
0: Oh, Jack Black, The Rock and Karen Gillan are all teenagers in adult bodies.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's an amazing setting. Oh, geez. I'm really hoping that the
0: nerdiest kid becomes The Rock.
1: I am willing to bet like all my money that that's what's going to happen.
0: And I'm really hoping that a boy becomes Karen Gillan. That would not surprise
1: me at all.
0: All right, so I got three movies written down. Wait, and wait, we got one one thing coming out, and it's a big deal. Pitch Perfect three, no pirates, <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, May yeah. twenty six, and so they got some problems. Oh, with the, the 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 pirates got
1: pirated. Yeah, so you explain that? Okay, so some hackers actually got a hold of the pirates movie. And they're demanding ransom via via Bitcoin because, well, you can't trace Bitcoin. Um, And if they don't, they're going to start releasing the movie slowly, like like 30 minute clips at a time up until like, you know, like a week before it's supposed to be released. And yeah, that's kind of right now. The FBI is trying to figure out who the fuck did it. But, you know, they are not getting any leads so far. Um, Yeah, it's a really big fucking deal. And a lot of people are kind of like, well. Like, what do you do in this case? Do you not fold? Do you fold? How will this affect future movies? Because honestly, this is only going to continue to become a problem more and more.
0: Honestly, I think they should ignore it.
1: I do, too. Actually, I do. Because that'll set a precedent.
0: And if they ignore it, it just I mean, it's just free publicity. I mean, who? Yeah, but people pieces? might
1: not see the movie if they watch it like pirated.
0: Yeah, but I don't. I, it's sort of like the the whole trend with movies coming out video on demand. And at the same time. I don't know. I I guess you do pay for them in that case, but I don't know. I don't know if it's going to affect them making any money because I was watching a thing on how much money that the movie and um, music industry loses because of um, piracy. Well, the numbers are completely bullshit. They come up with these crazy numbers showing how much money they lose. And I watched an analysis of how like, how those numbers make no sense at all. Like they're like the music yeah. industry lost nine billion dollars. And it's like, well, if they did lose nine billion dollars, this is explaining like cutting into the numbers and explaining why. And it was like one of them was like how many jobs are lost? And it's like, Well, according to this, they lost this many jobs and it was and it was a hundred times the amount of jobs that exist in the music industry that they lost. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, there's so, there's a lot of there's a lot of we, we should do a whole pirating episode and talk there's, about piracy.
0: There's no trustworthy statistics showing how much money is really lost by piracy. They they haven't really figured it out yet. There's no statistics that aren't just utter bullshit showing how much money is lost by piracy.
1: It's impossible, and here's why it's impossible. You cannot guarantee that everybody who pirated something would have ever bought it in the first place. Yeah. That's why the numbers can never be solid Facts because there is that whole unknown. Well, you don't know if that person would have bought it, so suck. I don't know how to tell you. Okay, have you seen the movie? Have you seen The Labyrinth? Nope, have not seen The Labyrinth.
0: Okay, so you get three choices you get John Carpenter's The Thing, Big Trouble in Little China, and The Labyrinth. Haven't seen any of those. (laughs) So pick one, and I will describe the plot. Big trouble in Little China. Big trouble, Little China. Kurt Russell is a truck driver that goes to Chinatown and gets um, roped into under. Ends up having to journey through underground um, ancient catacombs in Chinatown to fight a mystical, um, a mystical like sorcerer with magic powers who has um, who has minions who also have magic powers that are like um one of them um can like control like the weather and like and like blow really strong and like knock people over <laughs> and when they beat him, he blows up and explodes like blows up like a balloon and there's also like monsters like there's a beholder like he's going through the 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 catacombs and there's a beholder like a classic style d and d beholder floating orb with like eyes on it <laughs> and there's like random monsters and he has to save a girl with green eyes because this this like this like asian sorcerer guy is going to use a girl with green eyes to like sacrifice her to um become immortal or something and it's it's basically kurt russell just going through all these like catacombs going through all these like crazy things in like shenanigans and like saying cool stuff and then um the bad guy throws a knife at him at the end, and he catches it and throws it back and hits him in the head, and then that's the end of the movie.
1: <laughs> you explained it so badly. It was amazing. Do you want to see it now? Oh, I kind of do, because that's not – whenever I heard the, the whenever I heard about Big Trouble in Little China, that's not what I thought it was. I thought it was about gang warfare in China.
0: <laughs> no, no. It's a, it's a supernatural fantasy-like adventure movie.
1: Yeah, I thought yeah. it had to do with, like Chinese gangs for some reason. <laughs>
0: It's – it does, <laughs> but not at all. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a John Carpenter movie. Okay. It, good. It's one of those, like, movies that it sort of, like, has, like, a cult following, like, the Evil Dead. Mm, Kirk okay. Russell based his – his performance was inspired by Bruce Campbell's over-the-top performance in Evil Dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's – you know, it's very quotable, and um he's – He's also he's a truck driver but he has he drives the Port Chop Express and he has um his whole like he had a podcast before podcasts were a thing like he had a radio show on the CB in the in the truck and he would like do his thing.
1: Oh, that's entertaining.
0: Yeah, and he's yeah, and it's just this it's a weird movie and most of it doesn't make any sense and a lot of crazy stuff happens like it, it's one of those movies where they're like going through, they're going through the dungeon trying to get to the bad guy at the end, and then like monsters that have never been explained ever just come out of nowhere and they're never explained again. Hmm. It it really looks like it was written based on some D and D game.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a, it's good. You need to watch Big Trouble Little China. So you're gonna watch Big Trouble Little China next week, and you're gonna tell us what you're this week, and then you're gonna tell us what your reaction to it. Was. I, I, I think you it.
1: can watch that on Netflix. I might watch it. <laughs> or or is that like homework? Like you're like, you are watching it.
0: Yes. Yes, you are. Okay. I guess I have to. So, um, coming up this, so to wrap up today, coming up this week, I've still been on the supernatural podcast. Um, you can check that out at snroadsofar.com. road going to be on it for a good chunk of the summer before the, the actual host gets back. Um, Next week, we're doing the season finale. We just did part one of the, the, the part one of season finale day. And um, I'm going to a birthday party that's also having a pinball tournament added tonight.
1: Yeah. You'll
0: hear about that next week. Um,
1: and that's all I got. You? Um, I'm going to be working, of course, as like I like him to do. Um, well, I'm doing that, too. I don't have a big nerd thing kind of coming up. Oh, wait, no, that's not true. I'm supposed to be going to go see the Pirates movie with a friend. So that should be fun. I'll let you guys know how that movie is. And then when 40k 8th edition does come out, and that, like I said, June, I think it's towards the beginning of June. So ooh, this might be kind of like, this might actually be something you guys will hear about next week. Maybe. No, I don't know. Um, me and Michael are going to buy the starter set and we might do like a whole unboxing and like, reveal of the rules thing and all that yeah we
0: need more video content for our site because people love it
1: i think that would be really cool unboxing of models and then reading of rules that's like that's like unboxing but taking to like a whole new nerdy level but that's about all the nerdy thing going on for me well we had fun we
0: talked about um tv and movies and warhammer 40k and we didn't need michael this morning i know we we kind of did because we couldn't talk still, about still, what we planned on talking about. I really wanted I to talk about How I Met Your Mother. But after Star Trek, we're we're going to be putting off our topics if it can't be all three of us. Next week, this is what we have planned to do. We have um, Brent Bowser coming on. So hopefully that works out. He was our guest when we talked about how much he hates Joss Whedon. And he yep. was really popular. He's talking about the wrestling federation that he set up.
1: Which sounds really cool. I like his idea for what he wants to do.
0: It's batshit crazy. He like bought yeah. a wrestling ring and he's doing a yeah. wrestling federation. Like, like for real. It's I. I. Yeah. So cool. I have trouble. I know he's a comedian, so I have trouble taking it seriously. But <laughs> I do want to hear what he has to say. Like what they're actually doing. It. It's just so freaking weird. When he told us, I didn't That's believe cool. him. I was like, what? Like,
1: now what? Shit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, so so we'll see. Yeah, Brent Bowser's One Punch Wrestling Federation. <laughs> I hope he can. I hope we can pull that off next week. So I'm not teasing with that because that's just so freaking weird, and we got to talk about that soon. That'd be a fun topic. All right. So, um, if you need to reach us, you can do that at the Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page. You can also reach us at, brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com. Mike.nerdpodcastradio.gmail.com. Anthony doesn't have an email address, and I'm not going to make a joke this week. And on Twitter, at SuperVeganBrian, at NerdcasterMike, at NerdcastRadio. Please review us on on platforms where we podcast, like iTunes and stuff. We appreciate it. I'm getting really lazy with that reminder, because no one ever does.
1: But Let to start
0: putting it at the beginning. I shared an article on the Facebook page with like how to do it on iPhone because actually people were telling me they wanted to review us, but iPhone makes it really hard and most people mm. never touch iTunes on the computer. They only use their phone. Okay, that's a good idea. Let's, and I looked at the instructions and it's stupid. It's like search for the podcast and go to the podcast, then click on the name of the podcast, then click on the album cover artwork of the podcast. The Fuck. Yeah, they hit it as hard as they possibly could. Like they're trying to make it hard to review podcasts on their mobile platform. That's dumb. Get your shit together, Apple. Come on. Seriously, you 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 make you you charge a crap ton of money for your computers. You should have your shit together.
1: Yeah, Apple, get your shit. Okay, get it together. Put it in a bag. Get your shit together. I don't care what you do with the shit. Okay, if you want to go to a shit store and sell your shit. I don't care. But get your shit together.
0: Put it in a backpack. Get it together. Get your shit together. <laughs> your shit. Get it together. Uh, Get your shit together. Just a half hour at the end of the podcast is just us getting our shit together. So that is our episode today. This has been Nerd Podcast Radio. I am Super Vegan <laughs> Brian, and this was Hindu Anthony. Bye, everyone. Stay nerdy. stay informed, and stay awesome. Awesome. Anthony, sing bye. Brian. Cut him off. Bye. <laughs> Radio, Radio.